Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to July. It's July 3rd, 2023. And welcome to American Pride Month. The real Pride Month. Here we go, baby. The Biden criminal cartel timeline is revealed. Joe going down. AOC calls for SCOTUS justices to be impeached. Uh, mm, Okay, compensating for something. AOC and Congressman Greg Stube joins the show. He's a patriot. He's an American. He's a veteran. He's a perfect booking for the 4th of July. This is our 4th of July special. Welcome to American Pride Month. It's your boy, Benny. Let's get into it. What you gonna be grilling tomorrow? What you gonna be doing? You better be taking a big, juicy, red, bloody piece of meat and slapping it on the grill. Baby, are you ready to go? You know what your boy, Benny's gonna be grilling tomorrow. I'm gonna be grilling my moink. Baby, moink. I use moink because moink supports farmers. They support Americans. They got no commie crap in this box. It's a box, it's a meat box, comes to your house, and it has such delicious bacon. It has such delicious meat inside of it. This is me filming what came shipped directly to my door. This is a bone-in. That is a bone-in ribeye. Slap it right on the grill, and it is tasty. Baby, it's what you need for the 4th of July. You gonna be grilling? You better be grilling. Let me know. What? Do you need with Moink? Well, you got to go over to Moink.com, M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Benny. If you go right now, you will get a free year of ground beef. It is such delicious ground beef. It is made here in America and it supports American farmers. So baby, go to Moinkbox.com, Moinkbox.com slash Benny and get the best meat you have ever tasted today and support American farmers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do it live this morning. We're going to support America. We love this country, damn it. We love this country a lot. And I'm so tired of people dogging on my country. This country is the greatest country on earth. Let's say it loud and clear for all the commies to hear. This country is the greatest country on earth. The reason they hate this country is because it is the greatest country on earth. It is antithetical to their secular humanist worldview. This country has always stood athwart the evil which they use to predate all of the wonders that God has for his creation. America has and is not a perfect country, but it is a crystallization of what God intended a country to be from our very founding. This nation was founded upon the idea that all life is valuable, that all humans are created equal, that you have the right to defend yourself, and that the government should be small, and that the government should serve God and that the people should be allowed to pray and worship in their own time, in their own right, and that we should come together for a single cause, which is to defend that right for people all around the globe. And that is a very important thing, ladies and gentlemen, for us to remember this 4th of July, because they're gonna try and take that away from us. You see, there's a cold civil war going on in our nation. If you've been paying attention recently, you'll notice this civil war is raging in our country. No nation can last long being led by people who hate it. But that is precisely what is happening here, right now, in this country. It's a crisis. It truly is. And to say otherwise uh, would be not truthful. And it's too bad. Why would you want to lead a country if you hate that country? It doesn't make no sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. These people don't love America. You see the Supreme Court making rulings. The first thing they do is, well, we got to abolish the Supreme Court. They, they ended racism and they ended child murder. So we have to abolish the Supreme Court. Man, why would you want to lead a country that you hate? The simple answer is power. America is the most powerful nation on earth, and these demons want to be in charge of it. These goblins want to be in charge of this place. Uh, back in the old ancient times, when Christ was walking the earth, he was tempted in the desert, and Satan brought him up to the highest mountain. And he showed him all the kingdoms of the earth, the most powerful kingdoms of the earth, and he said, I'll give you all these kingdoms. You got to worship me. This is what's crazy, because if you read that scripture, you'll realize that America was probably among those kingdoms. What Christ didn't say was, Satan, you don't have the power to do that. What Christ did say is, no, you got to worship your God and your God alone. You got to stay focused on that. Unfortunately, we live in a fallen, sunken place. 
and powerful nations always get turned inside out by evil people gaining control. We mustn't allow it to happen here. It can happen even to this great place. We got to fight it. These people are in a power cult. The only thing that they believe in is pure and raw power. And they want to destroy America by taking control of that power. They want to destroy America because they hate everything that America stands for. And they hate you. So our 4th of July message has to be very, very simple and very, very clear to these goblins. Get your raft. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is you should get into a raft. You should reverse immigrate to Cuba, okay? Because the communist dictatorship that you so want is literally 90 miles away from where I'm doing this show right now. Now, Rolls-Royce's family, they did the opposite. They actually left Cuba. But you, commies, I, I got an incredible thing for you. I'm, I'm going to announce a few things on this show, some big things. But I will personally fund a scholarship for a dinghy for all the communists and all the Antifa members and all the BLM rioters to get into a little rubber boat. And I will each boat will come with a copy of the Communist Manifesto. You can use it for toilet paper when you get to Cuba because there is none there. It'll be great. And you can go live in your communist utopia. You can go there. Get in your raft commie. This is our pride month, okay? You have no say here. We don't do that here, okay? This is our, this is our, this is our Wakanda. No, we don't do that here. This is our pride month. So you dirty commies, you should, you should go. There are so many dirty communist assholes all around the world. You can go to them. You ain't allowed here. You're not allowed to come here and destroy this place. We're not going to let you. We won't let you. Cuba is 90 miles away. So that's what we're going to say. That's what I'm going to say. Like, no, no more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Like, oh, we're all going to come together. Nope. I actually don't want to come together with people that want to destroy this country. I don't want to come together with the people that, like, want child sacrifice. I'm not going to come and link arms with the people that are against religious freedom, like we saw in the Supreme Court 6-3 decision, uh, for, w overturning Roe v. Wade. Like child murder. I don't, I'm not going to come together and link arms with the child murderers. I'm not going to come together and link arms with people that want to force their religion on me like a cult. No, I don't link arms with them. That's not what America stands for. And when you are going against our founding documents, then I'm going to say, no, you people, I will fight you. I'll fight you. And you have no idea. I got blood. I got blood in this game. I got skin in this game. I got, I got land and I got kids and that's all a man needs. And I got you, the Benny Brigade. And we got a big announcement coming. In just a second on that, ladies and gentlemen. This country, we have nothing to be ashamed of. Part of the thing they're going to try and do is they're going to try and shame you, okay? Clips of them saying that the founding fathers were slave owners and everything like that. They're going to try and shame you, make you feel shame in America. Don't let them win. This is the greatest country that God has ever created, okay? We are an experiment. America is simply the greatest country in the world. I can prove it. America is a great country because America is a God-fearing country. Do you know that 90% of Americans, 90% of Americans believe in a higher spiritual power? That's huge. That's big. That's really big. Okay. That's a great starting point. If you can, uh, if you can say God is God and you are not God, well, then that's a, that's a really good start. Okay. Let's start there. If you can state that you're not God, you're not a secular humanist, and you are not some type of like self-worship, navel-gazy, black hole narcissist, Jagov. That's a great start. And America has a great start in the fact that our people, probably because we're surrounded by such, such an incredible culture and such amazing beauty in this nation and such good of such other good Americans. We are a country made up of good, generous people. It leads to us believing in God at a higher rate, like twice as high as other westernized countries. And that's important. We in America know that God is God. The government, most especially, is not God because the government's the, what takes the place. If you don't believe in God anymore, then you will look, you will create a higher power and that higher power will always be government. This belief makes our country a happy melting pot to live in. Warm-hearted, beautiful people live here. You see them every single day. They're all watching this broadcast right now. America is, by orders of magnitude, the most generous nation on earth. The American people donated a trillion dollars to charity last year out of their own back pockets, according to UNICEF. We, you and me, that's not like forced at the point of a gun, like through taxation. That's you and I having generosity in our hearts overflowing 
probably because we do believe in God and God calls us to be good Samaritans to other people. We donate more as a country than the next 10 countries combined to basic charities, charities that will go and help people that we will never meet, people that probably don't speak our language, that don't look like us. So don't let them lie to you that America is somehow a racist country or an evil country. We are not. We are incredibly, incredibly generous people. That's our superpower. Alpha nations like ours typically crush and destroy other nations. With the heel of our boot, we would march upon Europe and then take it for our own. We would march upon Japan and then control the entire Asian peninsula. We would take it all for our own and try and make empire of the entire world. And we had every right to, actually, when we owned the nuclear weapon and no one else did. We could have been the warlords of Earth. Instead, we sat back and created shipping lanes so that people could live peaceably. It is a wonderful thing that we did. We showed aid and generosity and kindness and mercy to people who we could have and maybe should have crushed. That's the Christian heart shining through. That's the founding shining through. And it's a good thing, frankly, because overextended empires collapse a lot faster than ours is. The power of American invention has bettered the lives of millions of people across the planet, billions of people across the planet. Hey, what did America make in the last hundred years? If you were born a hundred years ago, like, do you realize in your lifetime, you've seen the creation of the automobile, the creation of planes, the creation of cellular telephones and landline telephones, the internet, space flight, miraculous medical breakthroughs that have saved billions of lives. Pax Americana has summoned forth the sharpest decline in extreme poverty the world has ever seen. 90% of the world was in extreme poverty at the start of the 20th century in comparison to today. We have reduced extreme poverty by 90%. America has across the globe. This is staggering. This is because of America. 721 million fewer people worldwide lived in extreme poverty today than in 1981 alone. That's probably in your lifetime. This is why America, ladies and gentlemen, are some of the happiest people on earth, according to studies. We have some of the happiest individuals on planet earth in this country, in this nation. We care about the God-given majesty of our country. 85 million acres of this land is protected national parks. And the people who actually care about the environment are not the people who live inside of the rat holes in the filth of New York City. The people who actually care about the country and our environment are hunters, farmers, people who live on acreages, people who mow their lawns. Those are people who actually care about the environment in our country. Those people, not these people, not these smug libs who live inside of these absolute rat holes. No, those people are filthy. Get on your dinghy. I will pay for it. Many, many braver people than you and I perished, making this country great. Millions, actually, according to the National Military Museum and Historical Society, over a million people have died in the service of defending this nation. These young patriots never got to own a home, get married, live out their American dream. They were too busy protecting the American dream for you and for me so that we could have this moment together so that we could raise our children, so we could marry the loves of our life, own our homes. They sacrificed everything protecting us. So let's do them a solid this 4th of July. Let's make sure that we protect our independence. Let's make sure that we, in the words of Abraham Lincoln, uh, do not let them die in vain. Do not let them sacrifice in vain for us. We are a legacy of the millions of braver and better Americans that came before us. And I say that as a pejorative. I say that, ladies and gentlemen, because quite frankly, if you sacrifice your life for this country, you are better. You are better. It's something we've lost and something we need to regain and rekindle in this nation. We are proud to be Americans. Extremely proud to be Americans, especially this audience. 
Americans are some of the happiest, most generous, most God-fearing people. We have made the world a better place, and we intend to leave it that way, and we will fight on. So our message to you is this, especially you people who are going to try and insult us. Get in your raft, you filthy communists, you childless, hideous, ugly, goblin-like, smelly, gross, pink-haired, tattooed, pierced weirdos. You goofballs, all of you, be gone. You can go to Cuba. You can immigrate. I'm sure they'll be happy to have you. We're going to throw some red meat on the grill. We're going to salute our flag. One hangs outside of my house. I hope it hangs outside of yours. That's our pride flag. This is the pride flag. This is pride month, baby. Let's get going. We got some wood to chop. We got a country to save. And damn it, we got a good reason to save it. God bless you. God bless America. That's my 4th of July speech. <laughs> we will go on. We will not go quietly into the night. Today is our Independence Day, and independence is very important to our show. We are an independent show. We're completely and totally and utterly supported by you. We do not have massive corporate investors. We are not hedge fund backed. We do not have Fox News pulling the strings or firing us like they did to Tucker Carlson. We are supported by you. We view this as an army, our own army, an army of patriots and individuals that would gather together to support the real Pride Month, American Pride Month, this month of July. People who come from all backgrounds and even all like all lands. There are people that watch internationally on this show. There are people that watch from coast to coast, sea to, sea to shining sea. And we wanted to make something special for you. We wanted to create something to let you know how much we care about you. So ladies and gentlemen, because it is Independence Day tomorrow, and because we care so very much about our independence, I wish to reveal to you the official logo of the Benny Brigade. Ladies and gentlemen, in the next 24 hours, we're going to be launching the Brigade. The Brigade is going to be a place where you and like-minded patriots can gather, can see exclusive content from the show, can interact exclusively with me, We'll have access to merch that we will send to you as a gift. We have the dope. We have the dopest keychain. It's going to be amazing. It is going to remind you every single day when you get into that fossil fuel burning dinosaur bone burning car. Exactly why we do this. We've had some things custom made. We're going to have some custom meetups. We're going to have such incredible, incredible community in the Benny Brigade. The brigade is going to be a salty brigade. As you can see there, there is a giant salt shaker on the front of our tank. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we may or may not have acquired a tank for the brigade that is actually usable and that may actually have a salt shaker on the front. That is to be, that is to be announced. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. But we are going to be going live tomorrow on July 4th the official Benny Brigade will be live tomorrow. It will be a place for you and I to communicate. It will be a place for us to make the country better. It will be a true brigade that will march forward, a brigade inside of the Salty Army. Uh, it is going to be on our website. We are going to be posting the link later today, uh, and we've been working hard on this. It's going to be awesome, ladies and gentlemen. And we thank you for your continued support. This is an independent show. This is Independence Day. And independence is what this country is all about. So we thank you for your continued support. We appreciate your uh, joining us on this, our first broadcast of Pride Month, American Pride Month. That's the pride that actually matters. And that's the pride, ladies and gentlemen, that we are going to carry forth and we are going to win. This is our, uh, this is our Pride Month graphic. <laughs> we are so back. Do you feel back? Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I feel back. I think we are back. Let's go.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have the official timeline of Joe Biden's crimes, and we are going to cover it all today. You cannot have a country. We must not. We must not lose sight of the fact that we cannot survive as a country with people who hate us at the helm of this nation. Joe Biden has proven time and time again that we cannot allow people who are willing to sell this country out for the top dollar to America's enemies to lead this place. And that is what the Biden's business model was. The Biden's business model was let's strip the brass off the Titanic because they already assumed that America was going down. The Bidens had done their best over the last 70 years to ensure that this country failed. That's what these people want. And they want to get rich off the failure of America. And that is why they must be stopped. These wicked jackasses and jack wagons are going to be exposed. They're going to be exposed by us. and They're going to be exposed by the incredible member of Congress who will join us here, ladies and gentlemen, in just a moment. There is a timeline that has been published that is the most thorough timeline of Joe Biden and his crimes. And I believe that it is extremely important for us to walk through this treason because that is exactly what this is to our nation. It is a high treason that the Bidens have committed. And Biden has personally stated time and time again that he had no knowledge of this evil, malicious plan to strip mine America, our natural resources, our nation, our country, and the value in it, and give those treasures to our mortal enemies across the world, whether it be Russia, China, Ukraine. They were ready to do any deal that could undermine this nation. Joe Biden has said many, many times over that he didn't have any knowledge of the business dealings for his dumbass kid. Is that true? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'll let you be the judge. Here is Joe Biden looking straight down the barrel of the camera saying effectively, I never knew about anything my son was ever doing. Watch. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business And so how do you know? Oh, yeah, here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened? That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right questions. Ask the right questions. Well, we will begin asking the right questions. Like, for instance, are you a treasonous president? Have you used your office in order to fulfill the promises of your son? That's that's the right question. Those are questions. Have you used the power of the presidency in order to make good on your business deals with the communist Chinese? Those are good questions. Maybe those are questions we should ask this Independence Day. Is America independent if we have a Chinese asset as president who compromises this nation with every waking move, knowing full well that his son and his entire family has been compromised with the communist Chinese? A president who sat idly by as his son, apparently in the same room, if Hunter Biden is to be believed, sold off American state secrets, manipulated and weaponized his father's connections with the United States government in order to get cash from the communist Chinese? Yo, I think those are questions. It, has the president committed treason? You know, treason is a tricky little word. It's one of those words that is in the Constitution. Important little document, a document that we just devoted the first half of our show to. These documents say that a president can be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors. And then it goes on to list what those high crimes would be. And you know what's the number one crime? Treason. And you know what Jamie Comer said this weekend? That that's what they're looking at Joe Biden for. Hot diggity damn. How would they look at that? Why would they look at that? That'd be a tough one to prove. What they are saying is that Joe Biden's policies as president 
have amounted to treason. Wow. Have a listen. You're the president uh, and you're making policy decisions to benefit an adversary of the United States. There has to be a, a higher crime absolutely. than bribery, than potentially bribery. Well, I mean, it, it borders on treason, in my opinion. Joe Biden's not been honest about this. He won't explain what his family did to get the millions and millions of dollars. We're having to rely on interviews we've conducted with former associates. Now we're in yeah. the deposition phase of this of this investigation. So people are going to come in and have an opportunity under oath to tell the world exactly what the Bidens were doing to receive all this money and what role Joe played in it. And that's very important yeah. because Joe's always said he had no knowledge of it. Which, and I think the lot. American people are fixing to get an, an eye-opening experience as to what Joe was doing to help receive this money. Ooh, baby. You're about to get an eye-opening uh, experience. Everyone else is on vacation right now, okay? We're one of the few people broadcasting today. Uh, and we've done our research. We actually worked all weekend. Now, not like I didn't take my kids to the beach. I certainly did. I put them in um, little uh, red, white, and blue popsicle. You know, like the red, white, and blue bomber popsicle swimsuits. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we worked. We never stopped working. We're independent, thanks to you. You keep us independent on this show, the Benny Brigade, and we hope that you join. We hope that you support this show by joining the Benny Brigade. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll have you a uh, teaser link uh, at the end of the show. But the reason why we worked all weekend is because this is important. And we, like a dog with a bone, are not going to get distracted by a bunch of morons inside of a submarine or by the newest PSYOP. Uh, that is uh, dropped in our lap. We're not going to get distracted by those things. We're going to carry on. And we've done the research, and we're going to take you through the timeline of Joe Biden's 19-step criminal activity. We have all the receipts. We're going to break it all down here, and we got the energy to do it. How we got the energy to do it? Mm, listen to that. Rattling around in there. The old, the old Benny mug. Here you go. From one of my other, uh, from one of our other great sponsors, Patriot Mobile. But inside the Benny mug is a delicious black, uh, uh, black substance. Here, let me turn it. Maybe I'll, sp I will not spell on camera. Okay, there you go. You shall see. It is my iced coffee. And what is that beautiful black, molten, delicious coffee? Ooh, baby, it's blackout. Blackout coffee is my coffee of choice. Blackout coffee is made here in America. Blackout coffee literally tastes better. I would not, listen, I wouldn't drink it if I thought it was garbage. It's good. It's so good. It's better than anything you've ever had. It's way better than woke uh, communist coffee that comes from Seattle. Why would you ever drink coffee that comes from Seattle? It's like brewed inside. Why would you drink coffee? Woke coffee that comes from Seattle. It's like brewed inside of a tent with some guy like who tastes like burnt hair with a heroin needle. Gross. Don't drink dirty Seattle coffee. Drink blackout coffee. Blackout coffee is made in Florida by patriots who roast and make their coffee here in the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, blackout coffee is American coffee, and it, it has that sweet taste of freedom. Every time you drink it, it gives you that kick, that energy that we have to fight for our nation. That is why I love drinking blackout coffee. That's why you should go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Get 20% off your first order. Stop giving your money to woke corporations who hate you. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. 19 points. Point one, ladies and gentlemen. In 2013, Hunter flew to China with Joe Biden. Hunter flew to China on Air Force Two. You paid for Hunter Biden to fly to China. That is where Hunter Biden met with a Chinese intelligence officer named Jonathan Lee. Ten days after his visit to China... Hunter secured the bag, the old 10% for the big guy. He got a billion dollars in Chinese investment funds. The Bank of China, a state-owned bank controlled by the Chinese Communist Party, gave the Bidens a billion dollars to invest. Well, what's the uh, functional, what's the functional ROI on that billion dollars? What's the asset management fee for that billion dollars? It's going to be tens of millions of dollars a year to the Bidens. How did they get rid of that money? Well, they funneled it through a bunch of LLCs. And how did they not get listed as uh, a registered foreign agent? I mean, you, like to take a billion dollars in Chinese cash, you have to list yourself as like a federal, you have to list yourself as like a registered foreign agent. How didn't they do this? <laughs> Don't know, not sure. Hunter Biden 
traveling to China. We have the tape. 2013 trip to China getting new attention this morning, not for what Joe Biden did, but for who he brought with him. His son, Hunter, joining the then vice president on the official visit to Beijing, along with Hunter's daughter, Finnegan. Unknown to the press back then, Hunter Biden was forming a Chinese private equity fund, planning to raise money, including from Chinese investors. Years later, Hunter Biden acknowledged that during the trip, he met with a Chinese banker, which his spokesperson describes as a social visit, not a business one. Ten days after the Biden's trip, Shanghai authorities issued the fund's business license. Oh, isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? Has the Chinese ever given you a billion dollars? China ever given you a billion bucks? Well, I mean, Hunter Biden didn't run a hedge fund. Hunter Biden had no business experience. Hunter Biden was a crackhead who had just been kicked out of the Navy at this time. Kicked out of the Navy like in 2010? This was like, this was not long after Hunter Biden had been sent away because of his crack habit. And the Chinese are dropping a billion dollars in his lap. I wonder why. Wait, 2014? So it was the same year? He was kicked out in 2014 for smoking crack? And that's the same year? <laughs> what? I thought it was. they at least gave him a year to calm down. No? So Hunter Biden was smoking crack on Air Force Two? ALX just got me the receipts. VP son Hunter Biden discharged from the Navy Reserve after drug test. Oh, baby, you can read it and weep. So the same year that he went with his dad to China to hoover up Chinese billions, he was smoking that sweet carpet, carpet Parmesan. My God, I didn't even I didn't know it was this egregious. My God. Ladies and gentlemen, timeline item number two. Photos from 2014 revealed that Joe Biden met with Hunter Biden's business associates, billionaire, billionaire Miguel Alman Vesco inside of the vice president's office. Well, here's the receipts, baby. This is this is the value of the Hunter Biden business partnership. You just walk someone right into right into the 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 uh, office of the vice president, which would be inside of the executive office building in Washington D.C., right next to the White House. Then vice president also flew Hunter and his partner Jeff Cooper on Air Force Two to Mexico City in 2016, where Hunter arranged to meet. Altman's son for a meeting over a flipping gigantic business deal, according to Hunter Biden. In 2016, Hunter and Joe flew aboard Air Force Two to Mexico, where they met with his business associates. Oh boy, Hunter walked away with seven figures in Mexican investments. That's really interesting how all of these Air Force Two trips always ended up with Hunter Biden leaving with bags of cash like the Monopoly man, uh, running out of jail, raiding the bank in the gang. Isn't that the photo of the Monopoly man? Isn't that, don't we have, isn't that the photo of the Monopoly man? He's always running with bags of cash and money flying everywhere. Whew, hot damn. At 6 p.m. February 24th, 2016, an hour after wheels up from Joint Andrews Air Force Base to Mexico City, Hunter was on a email with the agents, with the Mexican agents via satellite communication talking about their business deal from the plane. They were using the plane paid for by you and I in order to get their bags of cash. In 2014, Joe Biden's golfing with Devin Archer. Devin Archer is, of course, the man who may be testifying against the Bidens. This is a man who is going to federal prison for defrauding an Indian tribe uh, called the Elizabeth Warrens. Uh, the photograph includes a fourth man who has not been identified. However, he is potentially one, uh, associates of one of Bursima's top executives. So this is a photo of Joe Biden effectively golfing with the Bursima executives. All right. This is after Hunter Biden was placed on the Burisma. Sorry, Burisma. Everyone yells at me for saying it wrong. Burisma board. Ten million dollar Ukrainian bribe that Joe Biden negotiated. Item number five. In 2015, Burisma was under suspicion of money laundering and public corruption. Prosecutor Victor Shokin was investigating the case before his termination due to pressure by Joe Biden. Joe Biden bragged about that during an appearance on the Council of Foreign Relations. Of course, you know this clip. It's famous. Mr. Son of a bitch. I got fired. 
Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. At the time, well, somebody who's solid, by the way, do you know the person that Joe Biden put in place was a man who had just been uh, uh, sprung from prison for corruption and is currently back in prison for corruption in Ukraine? Yeah, Joe Biden put his own hatchet man in charge in order to get rid of this investigation. An FBI informant, this is item number six, an FBI informant poses two pieces of evidence that show that Joe Biden received $5 million after threatening to withhold aid from Ukraine until Shokin was fired. This happened before the presidential election of 2020. Why did the FBI withhold this information? Ladies and gentlemen, you can see item number seven here, the emails. The emails in 2015, the day after Joe Biden and Hunter Biden met with foreign business partners at a Cafe Milano, Cafe Milano in Washington, D.C., Hunter Biden was thanked for an opportunity to meet his father. The never-before-revealed meeting mentioned in a message of appreciation for a businessman from Kazakhstan. Well, that's a little interesting. Hunter ended up joining another board, a Kazakhstani board, for $50,000 a month. Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C., giving me an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It was an honor and a pleasure. This is how it worked, ladies and gentlemen. Item number eight. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden allegedly coerced Burisma executive into paying them $10 million bribes in order to get the prosecutor Fired. This is according to Chuck Grassley, who says that this bribery and corruption has been captured in audio recordings. Watch. The 1023 produced to the House committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings. Oh, okay, so there's recordings. Got it. Now, we've played you copious recordings of Joe Biden engaging in this behavior with the president of Ukraine, the firing of Viktor Shokin. This is what Republicans are laser focused on in their investigations in the House, as they should be, especially if there are recordings. Does the FBI have these recordings? Well, that would be interesting. We found out this last weekend that a reporter, John Solomon, called Hunter Biden's burner phone. And Joe Biden picked up. They were doing these conversations and these dirty business deals on their burner phones. Like criminals. Like guys trying to smell like guys trying to sell dime bags in the Walmart parking lot in Birmingham, Alabama. Like common criminals. Number nine, in 2015, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden met with business associates from Ukraine, Russia, and Kazakhstan at a popular Washington, D.C. restaurant. Joe Biden was then vice president. Item number 10, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to fly through this so we can get to the great congressman, Greg Stube, who is getting set uh, and will be joining us momentarily. In 2017, Joe Biden penned a college recommendation for the letter, college recommendation letter for one of Hunter's Chinese business partners, Jonathan Lee with whom Biden met in China. You know, the guy who gave him a billion dollars. Wow. Number 11, 10% for the big guy. In 2017, Hunter Biden stated in an email that Joe Biden was 
one of his new office mates when he went into business with Chinese oil company, CEFC. According to the Washington Post, Hunter also made a key for Joe Biden at the House of Sweden in Georgetown. This is the name of the office. Hunter Biden appeared to cancel his lease at the House of Sweden in 2018 after the deal failed. What was the point of this deal? The point of this deal was to sell American natural gas and resources to the Chinese. Strip mine this nation for all it's worth and give it all to China. That is the agenda of the Bidens. Item number 12. In 2017, whistleblower Tony Bobulinski, one of Hunter's many business partners, met with Joe Biden to discuss his business deals in China. I directly dealt with the Biden family business, says Tony Bobulinski. After Bobulinski dined with the former president, correction, vice president, and his brother Jim Biden and Hunter to discuss their business deal in China, he messaged them saying, thank Joe for his time. Item number 13, between 2019 and 2017, Hunter Biden's business partner, Eric Schwerin, met with Vice President Joe Biden in the White House 19 times. White House visitor logs obtained by the New York Post revealed Schwerin was the president of the infamous, now dissolved, Rosemont Seneca Partners. Item number 14, you can see in the text message here, in 2017, Hunter Biden demanded payment from a communist Chinese-linked businessman because Joe Biden was sitting next to him. I am sitting next to my father. Tell the director I would like this to be resolved before it gets out of hand. And that means tonight the Chinese ended up making that payment. Pretty penny, too. Five million bucks. Item number 15. You can see here in the text. This is the hard evidence. We will always show you the hard evidence on the show. Just days before demanding to be paid by the dirty Chinese oil company over WhatsApp text, Joe Biden sitting next to him. Hunter Biden asked a second Chinese business associate. Gone Wong then for $10 million in another WhatsApp text. In a message dated August 13th, 2017, Hunter Biden told Kevin that he wanted to quit squabbling over peanuts and settle on the firm deal by going to bed tonight. I want this to be done by bed tonight, and it's got to work. $5 million in salary. Hmm. Are you allowed to scream at the communist Chinese how many millions you want deposited into your bank account overnight? Interesting. Maybe it's maybe, maybe it's something that Hunter Biden has that you don't have, and maybe that thing is access to his father. The DOJ investigation covered this period of time and turmoil, and they tipped off the Bidens when they were going to raid the closet that Hunter Biden was working on at the time. Item number 16. In 2018, two years after Hunter and Joe Biden flew to Mexico City, Hunter texted the Mexican business partner, that the deal he had in the works, and he spoke to my dad, and he asked him for help. That sounds so effing good, responded the Mexican business partner. Hmm. Another, another agenda item where Joe Biden is directly cross-sectioned into Hunter's business dealings. Item number 17, in 2018, Joe Biden called Hunter Biden and left a voicemail about the business deal with the Chinese energy company. The voicemail was about the New York Times covering this corruption. Luckily for us, we have the voicemail. Listen. Hey, pal, it's Dad. It's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, is that what you say to your father? Is that what you say to your son? I have I talk with my kids all the time on FaceTime when I'm traveling. I often don't tell them they're in the clear uh, because my children have not committed any crimes, any international business fraud, foreign agent crimes with enemies of America. But that's how Joe Biden ended that voicemail to Hunter Biden. I think you're in the clear. Hmm. Curious. Item number 18, in 2019, Hunter Biden revealed to his daughter that Joe Biden collected half my salary for 30 years. Hmm, interesting. Maybe I hope you can do what I did and pay for everything in this entire family for 30 years, he texted his daughter. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike my father, Joe, I won't make you give me half your salary. Hmm, well, now you see where the money's going. And item number 19, in 2023, former Obama White House stenographer Mike McCormick said that he joined Joe Biden on a plane trip to Ukraine 
For foreign influence peddling, he was able to blow the whistle on this because he was an Obama administration employee. And he says that Joe Biden belongs in prison. Watch. Joe Biden is in the front of the plane. My job as a White House stenographer was to be in the back of the plane in the press cabin. And if a white, if Joe or a senior administration official came back and did a briefing, and then I would record it and make a transcript. Well, that's exactly what happened. That senior administration official was Jake Sullivan, who's now our national security advisor. So I didn't see anything wrong with it at the time. Years go by. I've left the White House. I'm writing books and I get a hold of the Hunter Biden laptop from Marco Polo. Uh, they're a nonprofit, an anti-corruption nonprofit. About a year and a half ago, I started writing a substack based on what I find. And then I go back over what I knew happened when I was working for Joe. I found the transcript that I wrote about that briefing. That's when Jake Sullivan starts talking about fracking. And because of what I'd read in the laptop and reported in my Substack previously, I'm like, wait a minute. Joe Biden knew Hunter Biden was already on the board on April 18th. Joe Biden knew. He directed Sullivan to go back and talk to the press. This is a conspiracy. Mike McCormick, who's an incredible whistleblower, who's been on the show, been on this program. We did a uh, nearly an hour-long interview with him. Incredible guy, incredibly detailed. He says that Joe Biden deserves to go to prison. He demanded to be put before the grand jury in Delaware. Much like Tony Bobulinski, he was never called. Why? 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 Hmm. Not sure. Not sure. But it doesn't sound like the Justice Department has much justice going on. Justice Department says that uh, this investigation has been totally independent. You sure about that? You sure about that? Hmm. Somebody's not sure about that. It's an uh, incredible member of Congress, somebody who's a fighter, somebody who's fought through a, uh, tra a tragic personal accident uh, 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 recently, had a bad fall back up on his feet. That's good because we need a fighter, ladies and gentlemen. Congressman. From Florida, a great state, a great congressman, Greg Stubbe, joins the show. Congressman, thank you so much for being on the program. I think I oversold your beard earlier when I was pitching uh, <laughs> you. You used to have a more full, robust beard. Yeah. And now it looks like you're a little clean shaven. Yeah, well, you hit on my um, my accident. I had a sea collar on for like a month, and it was just rubbing the bottom of my beard, and I had to shave it off. But we're we're bringing it back due to popular demand. Bringing back the beard, it's just taking a little while. I mean, even Twitter poll was like sixty five percent for the beard. So we're we are so back. back. We are we are so back. You probably weren't allowed a beard when you were serving in the U.S. Army. No, definitely not. Mm. Unfortunately. We want to thank you for your service. Do you have any, uh, do, do you have any, I mean, I guess just off the top here, I want to talk about Biden corruption, but given that this is our effective July 4th uh, American Pride Month uh, extravaganza show, do you have any, uh, do you have any message for the people uh, on what the 4th of July means to you? Well, for me, having served and uh, having served with people in my unit and in my division that obviously didn't make it back and paid the ultimate sacrifice, uh, there are our freedoms were bought and paid for by the blood, sweat and tears of the military service members who served our country uh, gallantly and uh, honorably and heroically. And so I always think about those people that are no longer here due to their service to our nation. And um, whether it's July 4th, Veterans Day, Memorial Day, I always hearken back to uh, my memories of my service, my memories of the people that we serve with that didn't make it back, and all of the incredible service members throughout the history of our nation who've served our great nation and paid the ultimate sacrifice. We would not be uh, experiencing the freedoms that we have in this country today if it wasn't for their sacrifice. So that's what I always uh, bring back to July 4th. God, God bless you. Thank you, sir, for your service. And uh, honored to do you know, it. Honestly, it's um, it's uh, something that we really want to make official here. We want this to be American Pride Month. July should be. Are you in favor of that? Are you, do you endorse that? Like that the the month of July is American Pride Month. That every single corporation better damn well change your logo to an American flag. 
Uh, it would be a lot better than what we just came out of in the June uh, evil Pride Month, I like to call it. Uh, so, yeah, if we can have pride back in our country, that would be great because the left just wants to try to destroy it and uh, take everything that has been fought for by those service members over the years and uh, throw it out the window for progressive wokeism, if you will. Yes, yes, that's exactly right. You are fighting progressive wokeism inside of uh, the place where it emanates, I believe, uh, the, the source of its power, which is inside of the weaponization committee. The federal government is focused uh, – the weaponization committee that you sit on is focused laser-like on wokeness inside of our federal government. And it doesn't seem like um, things are going great. It, it, it seems as though you have a pretty monumental task before you, particularly uh, given what's happening now with the Bidens and the protection racket around them. It's something that I wished to ask you about um, – um, because our audience cares dearly about this story. It is the most important story in America and the pro possibly the biggest crime uh, that any president's ever committed. Uh, can you give us an update on where the Biden investigation sits currently in the House? Yeah, and you did a great job before uh, bringing me on, kind of laying out all the different pieces of evidence, most of which is available publicly. There's got to be tons more on Hunter's laptop and tons more uh, that the IRS, the FBI, the DOJ is refusing to give us. Um, we've been fighting and fighting and fighting, and they've been stonewalling and stonewalling. And even so much that one of the IRS whistleblowers, his testimony was that there were crimes all the way back in 2014 of Hunter not paying taxes, having evidence of the big guy, uh, getting information and being part of all these schemes that they just sat on so that the statute of limitations for the crimes would pass. So there's crimes that will never be able to be charged because you have corrupt, politicized individuals within the DOJ and the FBI that just sat on it, knowing that if they just sat on the information, the statute of limitation would toll and uh, justice would not be able to be served on those crimes. So we've been bringing those individuals in. I mean, what a blessing that the Republicans have the majority in the House. Think that none of this, the, the IRS whistleblower, the FBI whistleblowers that came to the Weaponization Committee, none of this would be coming before the American people. This information would be out there if it wasn't for the fact that the majority uh, is in Republican hands in the House and we have the ability to do these investigations. An IRS whistleblower wouldn't have brought this information to a Democratic Congress. They wouldn't have done anything with it. So now's the time for these individuals to bring this information forth and the depth and the years and the time that this has gone on when Biden was vice president, now actions he's taken as president. And we're finally starting to see just the tip of the iceberg of the level of the corruption uh, that is the Biden family and the, and the evidence that we have. I mean, WhatsApp messages, text messages, phone calls. You played a message from the big guy to his son, Hunter. Uh, I mean, it's just evidence after evidence. If this was any other American, they would be sitting in prison for a very long time. Yeah. So what is what is going to be the end result? You're also on the Ways and Means Committee, which has, of course, had uh, some major bombshells over the past few weeks uh, as it pertains to this investigation. Uh, what what is the strategy going forward? So I, each we, we so covered the impeachment, the, the impeachment yeah. threat. Right. So that's that's where we we've, we've gotten as a show to Merrick Garland. What's next? So each committee, there's so many crimes and so much corruption that there's numerous committees within the Congress that are investigating. So the IRS part will be handled by the Ways and Means Committee because we have jurisdiction over the IRS. The weaponization part is focusing on the DOJ and the FBI. And then you have the oversight committee that's focused on all of the corruption. The, the, they're focusing on the Hunter Biden investigation, but all the committees are working together and sharing information as they get it. Like when we got the IRS whistleblower information and then we made that public, obviously that information was shared with the oversight committee and it was shared with the uh, judiciary committee. My, I've signed on to the impeachment proceedings uh, for Merrick Garland. I've signed on to impeachment proceedings for Mayorkas. I've signed on to impeachment proceedings uh, for President Biden. I think as a conference, we want to get as much evidence as we can through the powers of the investigative powers that we have in these committees and then move through the impeachment proceedings. Uh, just last week, or I guess two weeks ago now, the bill was the impeachment proceeding on Joe Biden was sent to the Homeland Security Committee, which is going to investigate a lot of this in conjunction with uh, the IRS investigations and the we weaponization investigations. But let, let your viewers know, and, and I want them to know that the, the Republican majority is investigating all this, bringing all this information before the American people and moving forward on the impeachment process. Yeah, and it's so important that we elect people like Congressman Greg Stubbe 
to Congress because you, if you don't have fighters, if you have a Paul Ryan, John Boehner Congress, then you're not even going to get these investigations. And you need to have fighters. You need to have people that that push the limits here and say, yeah, impeachment is on the table because that's the only way we're going to get people to cover this. If you do impeachment, then they're going to have to cover it. That's what I love about this tactic. It does seem like a very smart tactic because impeachment stops all the gears and everyone has to zoom in on the evidence. Is that part of the strategy here? Yeah, that's part of it. And also think, you know, we have an election coming up in 2024. So you don't want to do all these things right now. You want to build all this evidence and build your cases for impeachment as you get closer and closer to the election in 24. Because if you do all that now, uh, again, we don't have 60 votes in the Senate. So we're not um, ignorant in the fact that as you move through these impeachments, it's a very strong lift to be able to get an impeachment removal out of the Senate because you need 60 votes over there to do it. So timing is everything. Building the case is everything. Building the evidence is everything. And, and frankly, we need 218 votes on the floor. You've got four or five members who are in very tough Democrat districts. So to build that case for the American people, to build that case so that those Republican members can point to all this evidence that you laid out very, very well, that's just part of it, uh, to be able to point to this is why this individual uh, was impeached for the crimes that he committed. And obviously, a president can't be prosecuted while he's in office. So I wholeheartedly support the impeachment proceeding and bringing all that information before the American people. So I have one final question on this, Ed, because it is our 4th of July special today and the blood is kind of running hot here. And there's a lot of people who see the red, white and beautiful and say, man, as you see the evidence and you see the countries that were targeted by the Biden crime syndicate for enrichment, uh, it was Russia. It was China. It was Middle Eastern countries that hate us. It was a, a lot of countries that don't like America, that that don't like the way that we do business here. And it seems as though they were like strip mining this nation and selling us off for parts to some of our biggest enemies. It does seem treasonous. Do you think that this rises to the level of treason? I 100% believe it rises to the level of treason. And I hope that if uh, a Republican, God willing, wins the presidency in 2024 after he is out, whether it's through impeachment or getting beat at the ballot box in 2024, that they'll move forward with charges like that. Uh, and, and having control of the DOJ and the FBI from the mm -hmm. presidential side, a new administration, a Republican administration that's going to get rid of all these jokers like Jake Sullivan and the like, uh, and put people in there that care about our country. I don't think you could give uh, others examples with evidence than you've given and laid out that Joe Biden and his family has done to use their political position to get money. And you know that the, the positions we're taking right now on China, the positions we're taking right now on Ukraine, I mean, they were involved in getting millions from Ukraine. Yes. And we wonder why Joe Biden supported giving $160 million a billion dollars of your tax dollars to the Ukrainians. I mean, they yeah. still have those contacts and those relationships, and you don't think there's something on the back end that's coming back for them at some point? So absolutely, this is treasonous activity from the highest level of office in our country. Yeah, I think the T word needs to be used more often. The B word on your Twitter poll, uh, it seemed to <laughs> be pretty, pretty resounding here. This looks very similar to your election victories. Um, as well, sir. Beard, no beard. Dominant. Dominant here. Yep. Um, Got to bring it back. It's coming People back. People have spoken. Yeah. Uh, real quick update, because we did cover the story when you had you had a fall, and it was a terrible fall. Mm -hmm. Are you feeling better? Yep, 100%. Thanks to God's healing power. And uh, I shouldn't be here uh, based on the fall I took with a chainsaw in my hand that was running. I was over 25 feet. I uh, suffered a pretty significant concussion. I tore the ligaments in my neck. I punctured my lung and I broke my pelvis. And uh, to be able to play in the congressional baseball game a few weeks ago, uh, five months after taking a spill like that and uh, being in the hospital in the ICU and the trauma that, that uh, I face is only uh, 100% a miracle. And I'm thankful to be here. God's not done with me yet. He still wants me to keep fighting for America. We say it at the end of every single show. We say God's not done with this country yet either. And all God ever asks is that there be one good man. He'll save the whole. He'll save the whole city. 
Uh, we thank you for being that good man in Congress. Any parting words for our uh, patriotic Fourth of July independence, riled up, ready to go, red-blooded audience here, Congressman? Yeah, don't lose hope in America. Don't lose hope in the Republican majority in the House. We are fighting every single day. And although you may be frustrated with how long it's taking to do things, uh, know that we're working hard and fighting every single day against the corruption in Washington. And God willing, we'll have a Republican president in 2024. God willing, uh, we see your endorsement right here on the screen. We're going to pop up a photo of you playing in that Republic in that congressional baseball game, the Make American Great Again hat signed by Donald Trump. That's right. <laughs> Boom. Uh, what was the reaction from the uh, Democrat from the uh, Democrat bullpen? Well, they're so used to it because every year I've worn some version of a MAGA hat um, signed by the president. Uh, the first year I played and I wore it, it obviously was a big deal. But um, I think they're kind of used to it now and they try to knock it off my head while I'm pitching. But no. uh, the 16 to 6 uh, win for the Republicans this past year, I shut them out the year before that. The year before that, I hit one out of the park. So uh, we'll, we'll keep fighting, not just on the baseball field, but on the field that is the swamp. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Godspeed, Congressman. Thank you for your service. Thank, Thank you, you for uh for beating their asses on the, <laughs> at the congressional baseball game. It was the dominant. You guys have been rolling the last couple of years. Uh, uh, what, like 10 points? Yep. Like every single, yep. Yeah. So con congratulations. Thank you. God bless you. Happy Independence Day. You too. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, bringing you the people that we think are very interesting. Some, some of the some of the individuals that like deserve to be booked a lot more that we know are just totally based and deserve a little more uh, notoriety. And we're going to do our best to make sure that they have bigger audiences and more power. Uh, Greg Stube, uh, his Twitter account right here. Make sure you go follow it. He's one of the fighters. He's one of the fighters. We bring you obviously. Uh, MTG comes on the show. Lauren Boebert comes on the show. Uh, we bring you Jamie Comer and Jim Jordan. Uh, make sure you follow Greg Stubbe. Uh, he is a uh, rock star in the making. 71,000 followers. We're going to get that to 100,000. Baby, we're going to go. We're going to win. I'm excited. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like we're back. I'm feeling like we are back. Okay? We're. Are we back? Are we so back? We're back. Here's our quick election update. Donald Trump essentially did an entire campaign rally uh, that took over a whole town, a whole town. The election update. Let's go. Donald Trump's rally crowd more than 10 times larger than the city's population in South Carolina. A rally is sport of former President Donald Trump, estimated by police to be more than 10 times larger than the South Carolina city where it was held. 50,000 Trump supporters gathered in Pickens, South Carolina, to see the GOP uh, frontrunner Saturday, July 1st. Video shared online shows the uh, stage, very large crowd, and people booed Lindsey Graham, which was my favorite part of the event. Uh, Lindsey Graham, dude, you, you're, you're, you're done. Okay. People know who you are now. You're a lying snake. Uh, you're a slithering warmonger. Uh, you have been, you, you've been on the side of every bad foreign policy or domestic policy decision. Gang of eight, right? Like amnesty, Lindsey Gramnesty. Dude, everyone knows who you are now. And that's why in his hometown, by his home crowd, Lindsey Graham was booed so bad he couldn't finish his speech. Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome United States Senator Lindsey Graham. Thank y'all. Welcome to Pickens. Thank y'all for coming. You want to find something in common? <laughs> Just calm down for a second. Senator Lindsey Graham, who is really got, I'm going to have to work. I'm going to have to work on these people. I'm going to have to. All right. Sorry, Lindsey. Game over, dude. 
I think the South Carolina is going to have a new senator. I think people are going to primary Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is deeply unpopular. Lindsey Graham shouldn't run again. Lindsey Graham is a warmonger. Lindsey Graham is one of Joe Biden's best friends. Lindsey Graham is a snake. Donald Trump should not trust him, period. Check out uh, the people who trust Donald Trump. Dude, you got you to gotta see this. You got to see this crowd. Yo, look at that. I mean, it's hard to like actually see it. Look at this. Dude. Whoa. That's an entire, t- I mean, that, what is that, a rock concert? This is an entire crowd in the middle of the day in South Carolina. It's pretty hot. Look at that crowd. What is this? I mean, that's like bigger than any BLM or Antifa march that they try that they had to pay marchers to go put on. Look at that. Jeez. You come from a small town like this? You realize how big this is? Do you come from a small town? I come from a small town. Way smaller than this. But like to fill up all of Main Street, like all like so many American towns look just like this. And so many little American towns are suffering and like hurting these little towns like this. And so Donald Trump's like filling these streets. You probably come from a town that looks kind of like Pickens, South Carolina. You probably were raised in a place uh, or towns or drove through towns like this every single day on your way to school or work. Maybe you still do. I live in Tampa. It's a little bit bigger than this now. But this is exactly the kind of towns that I would drive through in Iowa on my way to school, on my way to work, on my way to uh, college. I went to the University of Iowa. Filling up a town like that is amazing and it's giving people hope. And that's what we want to do here. We want to give you hope. The Benny Brigade. The Benny Brigade. We're going live, baby. We're going to do it. We're going live on our Independence Day. We thank you for helping us stay independent. We thank you for being supporters of this show. We are now going to give you the ability. We're now going to build. We're going to build an actual brigade. We're going to build an actual brigade. We're going to be part of a bigger movement. And that is the thing they don't want us to do. What they want me to do is they want me to sit here and yell at the sky and yell at the moon all day and night and not ever do anything. That's not going to be the way that we roll around here. we got a lot of big things planned. And being part of the Benny Brigade, being part of the actual brigade, like a real brigade where we're going to do we're going to do real work. We're going to affect real change. you got to be part of it. And more importantly than anything, we just want to thank you. Because you make it all possible. We, we are not hedge fund supported media. We're not corporate media. We're not part of some large interconnected web with some guy telling me what to do. I got no strings to hold me down. Mm-mm, no Pinocchio around here, baby. And my nose ain't growing. We're telling the truth. You are our bosses. Isn't that a nice way? Isn't that nice? We listen to you. We read your comments. We thank you. And we're going to build the Benny Brigade for you. We thank you for your continued support. You make all of this possible, and we will not let you down. There's someone who definitely will not let you down, ladies and gentlemen, and that is your Lord and Savior. And that is why we lead and read every single show a Bible verse. And today, Galatians 5. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Mm. You feeling that freedom today? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that freedom. This is straight from the good book. This ain't from our constitution, although it rings kind of true, doesn't it? Sort of, uh, it sort of rhymes, as it were. If you read our founding documents, if you read the reason for America being the true heart of somebody who's go, uh, pining after God and after the things that are far more important than the material assets and possessions of this world. That is the sound and the song of freedom. You were called to freedom. Use your freedom for good. That's what we're going to do on this program. It's your boy, Benny. Have a happy 4th of July. We will not be broadcasting. We want you to enjoy, and we are going to enjoy with our families. We're going to celebrate this, the start of Pride Month. It's your boy, Benny. Thank you. Benny Brigade. We've got a lot of work to do. It's going to be awesome. Happy 4th of July. See ya.